This is Thursday, July 28. Last week, we learned a little about Augustine, the North African man that became a pastor, actually a bishop, after coming to faith in Christ. He lived during the 4th and 5th centuries and became one of the scholars of the church and really has an extraordinary story. His mother was a believer in Jesus and prayed constantly for him. But he spent years wasting his life before he came to faith. He wrote his personal story later on in a book he called Confessions. Here he talks about the sin that bound him up during this time in his life before he came to faith in Christ. He said, I was bound not by an iron imposed by anyone else, but by the iron of my own choice. The enemy had a grip on my will and so made a chain for me to hold me a prisoner. The consequence of a distorted will is passion. By servitude to passion, habit is formed, and habit to which there is no resistance becomes a compulsion. By these links, as it were, connected one to another, hence my term, a chain, a harsh bondage held me under restraint. Now, as he looked back on his life, he could see the binding power of sin. His sin took him prisoner with bonds that he himself formed through the use of his own choices. He said that sin became a habit, it started with a passion, that became a habit, and then a compulsion. And by then, he had slipped away into bondage. Now, we look as we look at Augustine today, because he tried to understand the way sin worked in his heart and in his life. Now, I think few modern people actually think about this, because we don't think sin is a problem for us. We have little curiosity about the way our hearts work and what leads us into bondage. But understanding this is a part of us seeing the way the gospel works in us, the way God redeems us, and the way he begins to usher us into a new life. Now, Augustine could see the gradual pull of sin in his life. The presenting sin for him, the one easy to see, was lust. It was sexual sin. At age 16, his out-of-control sexual appetite began to drive his life. As a student, he was committed to getting married, but the woman he was to marry was too young. He could have waited for her, but instead he found someone else. Once at university, he lived with yet another woman and stayed with her for over 10 years. And although they had a child together, he refused to commit to her. She eventually saw this and left him. And Augustine lived this pattern well into his 30s, sort of over and over again, moving from one woman to another, leaving the relationship off. His addiction had such power over him that he fed it for so long through his actions. Then while he was away from home in Rome, he came to faith in Christ. It was from this place he could see clearly for the first time what he had been doing. Now here's our passage for today from Romans chapter 7. Chapter 7, verse 14 to 15. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. 
Now here's Paul also explaining his own struggle with sin. Now he doesn't name his sin as Augustine did, but the power of our sin to take us captive and take him captive, well, it's the same. Now, one of the major debates about this passage of Scripture is whether Paul is speaking of his life before he came to faith in Jesus, or does it come from the period afterward? Now, we'd like to think that all of our struggles fall with sin fall away when we're forgiven by God. We'd like to think Paul no longer struggles with his sin. But if we do, that would be wrong. When we come to Jesus... That is just when the struggle begins. This sin wants to have us, but Jesus leads us away from sin and toward a true and abiding freedom. But it's a struggle. You see, Paul wrote this about his ongoing struggle with sin as a follower of Jesus. He speaks of himself as sold as a slave into sin. His sin has become the master that runs his life. This teaching is what squares with our experience. Our life becomes shaped around our addiction, and coming to faith in Jesus is when we just start the battle against it. We, we may be doing everything to keep our sin a secret and to keep it going, and this freedom does not easily come for us. Paul says that his own actions really don't make sense to him at all. He's been given grace by Jesus, but he cannot live in it. Why not? The bondage to our sin and to our addictions doesn't easily fall away. As Augustine said, his habits have become compulsions. The strongest of drives keep him bound by his sin. Paul says his own will to stop is not enough. He does the very things he's determined he would not do anymore. And the very things he said he would, he would do, he doesn't have the power to carry out. At the end of this section of Romans, he cries out, who will deliver me from this body of death. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. What he says is that coming to faith is the beginning of depending on Christ to free us from the bondage that our sin has created. It is in constantly depending on Christ, looking to Christ, that we can be set free. It is in bringing ourselves to God for grace day in and day out that our freedom comes. Our compulsions are just too strong for us to beat. Our only hope is found in Jesus. Our sin patterns are too deeply ingrained for us to shake. But it's God's love in Christ that can and does change us over time. Let's pray together. Almighty God, we are weak, but you are strong. We, see, we are shocked by our struggle with sin. But we know, Lord, that only you can deliver us. We find ourselves in bondage, and you alone can set us free. So teach us, Lord, how to walk in this freedom that you've given us in Christ, that we might live in your joy. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs>